Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Welcome back, everyone, to another great episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, a Quest Gaming Network production available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. This is your Elder Scrolls News and Gameplay Podcast, and today's record date is Morton Das, the 12th of Sun's Dawn, and I am your host and fellow Tamriel Traveler. And who totally said Liz is allowed to come to his wedding dressed as Rosie from Lord of the Rings, Eve Arwen. Said it. I have it on text. <laughs> I did say it. You also said as... I wouldn't make a good elf. Meaning. Well, no. As you... long as he doesn't come dressed to his own wedding the way the picture of him is right now in uh, our notes. Because <laughs> it looks like he should be on a Mardi Gras float. <laughs> He's getting ready. I mean, well, yeah. yeah. Mardi Gras tomorrow, isn't it? I don't know, is it? No, I thought it was uh, later in March. I don't know. Now we have to... April Fool's no, Day it's is Easter. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, a big howdy and hello <clears throat> to everyone out there in Twitch land. Hey, how's it going, guys? Nice to see everyone coming in. Um, but first, let's, uh, let's let us uh, introduce the Queen of the Umalot and our resident Disney princess, the one, the only... The holy of wholesome, Liz, Mistress Lebeau. Uh, and Mardi Gras is tomorrow. Is it? Okay. So tomorrow's yes. Fat Tuesday. Ooh. And then Lent start, starts after that because uh, everybody wants to order their chocolate-covered strawberries early because they can't have chocolate for Lent. Interesting. It's really putting a dent in sales. I could see that. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys should shift from selling chocolate and on Fat Tuesday and, and during Lent, just sell uh, Mardi Gras beads. You know what? It's Big Bone Tuesday, okay? And it's Husky Tuesday. <laughs> Listen, you slice that whatever way you want, okay? <laughs> larger than the average bear Tuesday. <laughs> there it is. That's cuddly. I like that. Yeah, cuddly Tuesday. There it is, guys. Guys, tomorrow <gasps> is cuddly Tuesday. Oh! Everyone in Louisiana... Enjoy your Cuddly Tuesday. That's right. Gambit. That's right. That's where he's from. That's right. <laughs> all right. Here's Best the X-Men ever. The cuddliest mad scientist of them all and baker of lung pastries and conqueror of and connoisseur of pineapples. He went. He had a date last night. It was kind of hot from what I understand. <gasps> my, don't I'm not supposed to say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is not true at all, by the way. Mike, it's oh, my God. <laughs> I can hear him blushing. Yeah. <laughs> What's up there, Romeo? It might actually melt the computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen to him. Oh. 
Don't uh well uh hey, look. You're 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 a good looking guy and you're you're uh you're one uh you're a real treasure, so you're, you're uh you are. You are. He does have the best smile in Tamriel. He does, and the best hair in Tamriel. Look at that, see? Yeah. And he's been yeah. dropping weight like you wouldn't believe. Thirty five yeah, pounds. That's him, Damn. Yeah. Damn. Thirty five pounds. <laughs> How'd you do it, man? How are you doing it? Uh, I go to the gym for about an hour every night and uh, try and give myself a stroke when I do squats. Okay. Because uh, I move way too much weight. All right. Uh, my cardiologist friend said to calm down because 300 <laughs> plus pounds is not an acceptable amount to put on my back and squat. <laughs> okay. And I told him, well, that's still 200 less than my best. So I've got a ways to go. All right. So you're getting that fat booty all uh, all pumped up? Yeah. Nice. Loser. <laughs> Next week. Uh, Liz gets all confused when she, you know, sees pictures of me. So I know. do get confused. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not, very confusing. It's not the same mic anymore. It's not, you know, it's not. Uh, I miss old Mike, though. Cuddly Mike. Now it's sexy Mike. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> with, with the fat booty. No, Mike, you've been doing a really good job. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Now that I'm done, um, you know, making uh, embarrassing the hell embarrassing out of the hell out of poor Mike. I, if I knew he was going to take it that way, I wouldn't have said anything at all. I Dude, wouldn't... I actually <laughs> thought about that before the show, and I went, "No, I'm not going to say anything." <laughs> I actually censored myself. What the hell are you? <laughs> this is why you and I are like the Doctor Who chimera. You know, like <laughs> we feed off each other in all the worst ways. <laughs> So, so the question then becomes, as I'm thinking that this is along the lines of Ten and uh, Donna Noble. Yeah. <laughs> Oi. Oi. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we're back, guys. It's good to be back. It's good to be Yay! back. Yay! Um, a lot has kept us off of the air. And uh, if you, you probably still kind of hear a little bit of it in my voice, but hopefully not. Uh, if I have anything to say about it, you don't. We'll get into that in just a second. I want to thank all of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for um, uh, sponsoring the show today. Um, we know you're out there, and we greatly appreciate you. Uh, so so thank you to our wonderful Patreon supporters. Um, also, we are doing a bunch of great stuff today on the show. We're going to be talking about Dragon Bones, Dragon Bones DLC. Today's the big day, guys. It has finally launched, so that is wonderful. We're excited for that, and we'll be talking about that momentarily. How about that Sky Oblivion trailer, though? What? You didn't see it? Well, we're going to show it to you later on uh, and also tell you you know, stuff that Oblivion fans may be um, excited for. Also, uh, speaking of old school Elder Scrolls games and the fans, okay, Daggerfall for Unity has hit a major milestone in development. They're not too uh, – they're, they're getting there, guys. They're getting there. So hopefully soon. We'll be getting um, Daggerfall for Unity in the next coming years. And Todd Howard is a legend. What? I already know that, Avarin. I know that, too. But apparently, it's now actually official. And we'll explain to you why. Yes, he did win yet another award. Congratulations, Todd Howard. Uh, but first, okay, we've got a couple of things I want to quickly mention here. Um, I, I've, unfortunately, I, uh, I want to apologize. I've been sick. I know Mike's been sick. Um, currently, Mark and Rob right now are sick as well it's just everyone's getting sick um 
please. The yeah. whole cast would have sounded like uh, we are pack a day smokers if we all got on a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's been that's bad. sometimes a good thing. It's usually a good thing when dudes do it because they get that low voice. Yeah, That's very nice. <laughs> when I, yeah. When I when I have a cold and I have something like that, like I don't mind getting on the mic anyway. But the problem was is that um, I got a cold, fine, whatever. But then it turned into like a massive sinus infection, upper respiratory infection, and this was this was just within days. Uh, so I went to the doctor. I got antibiotics, cleared most of it out. Um, but ever since then, like I've I've been coughing. Um, a lot really badly and it was like a very productive cough too if you know what i mean yep so that was the last three weeks of you know okay am i good to you know jump back into streaming am i good with with recording because i have an extremely aggressive like recording schedule now i'm streaming five days a week from friday to tuesday from 2 a.m to 4 a.m plus the podcasting i'm doing this and quest gaming magic the gathering so it's like uh <laughs> You know, if I jump into it, I got to jump into all of that. And if I'm coughing and hacking up, you know, every five seconds, like it's just going to sound like shit. So, um, so that's been me. I know, I know Mike has been sick. Um, Liz, were you sick at all? Oh yeah. I got that flu. You got the flu That too. lasted like two weeks for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it was during it was right before we recorded last time, which was so long ago. And then I had to I was checking on you guys because I didn't know if you were alive anymore, and it was sad. Yeah, I know there was kind of it seemed like there was this thing hanging in the air, like you know, are we ever going to start <laughs> recording again? It's like, oh, yeah. that's that's because I texted you and said, are we are you alive? Yeah. Are we ever going to do? Are this Are we ever again? doing this again? Did did you just like soft cancel other girls off the record? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that would not happen. By the way, I'm drawing uh, makeup on you on this picture on my notes. I uh, appreciate it. <laughs> Make sure you get the red lipstick. Oh, yeah. Oh, I need my red pants. Okay. So uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> while I was sick, though, however, I did have a chance. I had a lot of time on my hands. Uh, we've completely, with the the, uh, the help, massive help, obviously, of our, our great web developer here at Quest Gaming Network, Scott, uh, Scott and I had multiple meetings, and we have completely overhauled the Quest Gaming Network website. Um, I am very, very, very proud to to show uh, to show it off. So please, um, no matter what device you've got, go to questgamingnetwork.com and just take a quick look at it. The it does look a lot better on mobile. I will tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it looks great on mobile. <laughs> yeah. It looks way greater on mobile. Yeah. Um, you've got, uh, so so the mobile version of it actually works, actually looks good. The whole thing behind the, the, the previous website was we wanted to showcase our community because we believe that our community is like our strongest, our strongest, you know, part of ourselves. And, and it is. However, no one in the community really cared about all the community building things that we put into the website. And Mostly those because they're things, already in the community and communicating with each other. <laughs> So, so yeah, so there's that. So, um, they didn't want to interact with the games. They didn't want to interact with the instant messenger and the email and the forums and all of that. So we, we, we took all that stuff out and we scaled down and pushed forward what we believe, um, quest gaming network actually is podcasts and streams. This is what we love. This is what we love doing. This is what we've always been. And we want to push that forward. So when you take a look at the website, that's what comes out is is our podcasts and and our streams and if you want to navigate to anywhere else it's there you, 
I think um, I think someone had said to me, like, you know, the great thing about the website is when I go there, I know exactly what I want to do immediately. Um, you know when we're streaming on Twitch, and you could see it there. Um, we've got uh, a brand new Discord server that we've got tons of people jumping in. I think at the last count, it was like 70 plus. So thank you, uh, everyone who's joining the Discord server. It's really, 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 really nice. The Discord server in and of itself... Um, it's got a nice general chat in there. It's got a, a, it's got a voice chat in there. It's got something for the podcasters to jump in and actually record out of. It's got, um, a Patreon, uh, voice channel in there. It actually has an elder scrolls radio station in there where, um, voice chat in there is disabled, but you can hear the soundtracks to Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Online, all of the DLC for Elder Scrolls Online, and Arena, Daggerfall, and Battlespire. Damn. Yes. <laughs> Playing on a loop just every day, all day, every day. And it's it's really fun uh, to see uh, people jumping in and out. We overhauled our Patreon system, guys. We don't have a tier that's more than $10, and we're down to just three tiers. $3, $5, $8. Okay? Um. And we, we give you a ton of great stuff with all of that. If you're interested in Patreon, go and check it out. Let me just tell you this, all right? At our $3 tier, okay, $3, you get a free ticket to QGNCon 2018. What? And if you go to QGNCon 2018, a free T-shirt. That's a $100 value for 3 bucks a month. That's it. That's it. So... I mean, and you'll get hugs and, and hugs How about that. Can I throw that in there? <laughs> <laughs> you'll get hugs. Um, so, so there's a lot going on on Patreon, uh, access to the, um, the QGN con, uh, the QGN parodies is there. Okay. So check that out as well. Um, access to, uh, to, you know, our, our, our voice discord channel is there as well. Um, chances to win uh, Steam gift cards, chances to win Amazon gift cards. It's all built into our Patreon tiers. Uh, so, so go check it out if you're if you are interested. Um, and then, the, uh, oh, by the way, QGNCon 2018 has been announced as well. I've been doing all of this while I was sick, guys. <laughs> uh, QGNCon 2018 has been announced. Uh, so that's um, so that's coming as well. Uh, I believe it's uh, Jan July 28th, which is a Saturday in New York City at the ba New York City Yay. Baseball Center. Yeah. yeah. So we've got that going on. Yay. And uh, yeah, there's there's just a lot going on. Uh, Saturday's to... the big thing right there because, you know, yeah. it makes it so much easier to come out a weekend oh, yeah. and yeah. hang out and, you know, not have to take multiple days off of work to do it. Yes. Um, yeah. And Okay. So, yep. Yeah, it's... Uh, so you can actually buy tickets right on uh, questgamingnetwork.com, okay? It's uh, Saturday, July 28th at 3 p.m., and it goes on till Monday, uh, till, till midnight, rather. Um, and it's just, uh, it's one ticket, okay? Uh, so it's tickets $80. You go there, you buy it for the day. If you're going to be in New York City at that time, okay? Tickets 80 bucks. come on in. You get free food all day long, uh, which in that in and of itself, for per person, it's worth like... $50 just for that. Plus, you're going to see a live recording of Elder Scrolls off the record. Uh, we're hoping to get a live recording of QGD&D. Uh, we're hoping to actually be able to do a uh, Magic the Gathering tournament as well. We've got meet and greet sessions going on all day long, plus the free food. Um, I was talking to Jenny. We want to see if we can get like a retro gaming 
uh, retro gaming thing going on as well, where you know you can um, you can play a bunch of uh, retro games while you're there. So uh, we're still kind of we're, we're we're trying to build out the day a little bit more and change a little bit from last year. Uh, but for the most part, it's going to look very similar to uh, what we knew was a real big hit last year. So that's QGenCon 2018, and that's what I've been doing while I've not been recording. <laughs> what about the dance off? You guys promised me a dance off. You didn't do it. If you want to do a dance off, Liz, we'll do a dance off. I've got. Stefan said he would, and then he four did. or five uh, discs of just dance on the Wii. Oh, oh. There it is. There's your oh. dance off. I don't know. It's the middle of July, though. It's really hot to be. (laughs) Anyway. While while we're in the beginning of the show, I do have to uh, give a big shout out and a thank you to AlphaCharlie187 uh, in our Twitch channel, who has subscribed to us on Twitch for a total of four months. So thank you very much, AlphaCharlie187 in Twitch. All right. um, Mike, we've got a. We we do actually have a a few things we want to quickly mention. So I. I So, so could you could you go into that, please? Uh, so you covered, I think, all of the quick dimensions, right? Uh, well, just the uh, the first bullet there. We've the got uh, first bullet. Yeah, Magic, Magic the Gathering. The Gathering fans will be happy to know QGN has just created the Magic the Gathering podcast, QGMTG, focusing on constructed gameplay, lore, and deck building strategies. Listen now at QuestGamingNetwork.com. New episodes every Saturday morning at four a.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv quest gaming network also available on itunes don't forget to take a look at our qgn shop for questgamingnetwork.com for great qgn apparel from all of your favorite qgn podcasts okay um yeah great so all right let's just jump into it guys i know there's there's probably other stuff that we could we could call out but let's just jump into it um dragon bones Dragon Bones DLC has finally launched. I am I am super excited about this. Um, we've got uh, a lot of great stuff that um, that we can talk about and mention. Uh, if you are a PC Mac user <clears throat> for uh, the uh, the North American server, your your patch is already there and uploaded. Okay. Um, if you're a subscriber, you got the uh, Dragon Bones DLC. If you're not a subscriber, you got Update 17. So uh, we'll we'll kind of break that down just a little bit here and there. I know we covered a lot of this stuff the last episode, so um, you know we're going to just kind of you know briefly mention some of this stuff and, and kind of stick on points that we're excited about. Um, number one, we want to bring out the fact that um, the EU server I think is still uh, having some kind of issue, but by the time of this recording, or at least by the time of you listening it out over in the EU. Yeah, it should be resolved. So your uh, your Dragon Bones DLC, your update seventeen, should be there. Um, PlayStation Four and Xbox One. Okay, you'll be getting this on February twenty seventh. And also, we want to mention champion point increase that has happened. Uh, your the champion points now is a total of uh, seven twenty. They've increased the champion points by thirty points, so that's ten in each area. Okay, uh, I would be advised, or at least these guys have been on the game. I've, I've been working today, so I didn't get to see what happened in this uh, update. But apparently, your keybinds will reset. Is that true? Uh, some of them. So the ones for your add-ons. Oh, uh, so, okay, okay. Yeah, like all of your add-ons needed to be updated, and a lot of them are out of date. You still right. might be able to use them. 
one thing I noticed is the hide helmet function seems to be screwed up. So there's a lot of people running around with uh, uh, their monster masks back on. And uh, uh. until you go to a, a dye station and make a costume, I think that's going to be the case. Um, yeah, I had to do yeah. that. You don't think that's an add-on that you have? No, because I even went in, like, you know, the where you can go into um, gameplay under your... Uh, uh-huh. And do that kind of stuff. And uh, click on it, and it still left the uh, the helmet on my character. So oh. I think there might be a little bit of a bug going on, or it might just be the fact that it's clashing with the new outfitting system. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, we're not sure what's up with that, but uh, for now, I, I know I had to go to an outfitting station, uh, yeah. which which every dye station has now become an outfitting station, by the way. Um, so I had to go to the uh, I had to go to one and just hide helmet there and and then apply changes and then it was uh, <clears throat> it, it was a free. Uh, thing to do, so it's it's not like they're charging you now to hide your helmet at the dive station. So don't worry about that. Um, believe me, if they were, I'd be screaming about it. But it's <laughs> oh. not the case. And I'm know- sure that you know it's probably they might have moved it somewhere else, or you know that uh, there's something going on that will you know get cleaned up here in the next week. But I do know, like I saw a lot of people with their monster helmets on. So yeah, I saw on Twitter today, Gina Bruno, her status was like current <laughs> feeling or whatever, and it yeah. was just. Somebody trying to put out flames, and I was like, "Oh God, what's going on?" <laughs> yeah, the, she's tweeted out a gift. The entire room, a ca- this cartoon characters in, was it all in flames, and she's trying to blow the flames out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It wasn't the um, everything's fine, but it was close. Uh, two things. Musclehead in the chat room says uh, at Quest Gaming Network. I think I heard something about getting one more character slot. Did I imagine this, or is it for real? Uh, you will get one more available slot to make a new character because of uh, something that we have on our notes here a little further down. Ooh, it says, um, Ma- Major, I guess, says Hide Helm is now available via the Hats Collectible. Okay. So, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, I think College Kid uh, 15 is also saying the same thing, too. Yeah. So, uh, so that's good. Um, Wait, are you a College Kid at 15? Or you just a fifteenth so, college kid on Twitch? Yeah, were there fourteen others be- before you? Or, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. <clears throat> For those who may not know, all right, let's list the big things. Okay, coming out for for Dragon Bones DLC, and then we're gonna give uh, Liz the uh, the oh steering wheel of this yacht, and she's gonna steer us in which direction she wants us to go on this list, and oh, it'll be fun so to right watch. into the dock like Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, you got legs again. <laughs> but you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant. <laughs> I know that Forrest. <laughs> I oh my god, you sound a lot like him. <laughs> Rob does an amazing Lieutenant Dan. Well, I can imagine. I, yeah. He probably oh, knew so the guy. <laughs> he's so good at it. No, so, I miss Rob. I know. I know. Rob, come back to us. Come on. This is uh, bullshit. Please. Mark, you too. So, Stop being right. sick. We've got, uh, we've got, <laughs> we've got uh, two new dungeons, Scale Kohler Peak, okay, which is on the border of Stormhaven, Norsinium, and Fang Lair, which is on the border of Bankalai in Craglorn. Um, housing storage, okay, chests and coffers are in the game. Uh, level up advisor, which actually I've heard some really nice things about this level up advisor and it looks, yeah, and it looks good. 
It looks really good. And we um we actually have the um the rewards and level increments in which those rewards occur. So we'll be happy to get into that too. Okay. Uh the skill advisor system is here as well. Also, the outfitting system, which we were uh, I know Mike had a chance to play that earlier. Uh, and if you have Morrowind, you've got two new battlegrounds, more Kazgur and Deeping Drome. So, Liz, what do you want us to talk about first? Um. Ah! Oh, my God. Okay. I want. Uh, <laughs> you didn't tell me what it was. You just said you were handing over the, the helm. Okay. Um. Actually, the dungeons, because this uh, this whole Dragon Bones DLC, you know, just the name of it really lends to the fact that it really sounds like it'd make a good parody. So, um, but I can't think of anything right off the top of my head. Um, so sure. if anybody has ideas and throw them at me, that's fine. But uh, nothing past the year 2001. I'm pretty sure that we can do something from Alice in Chains on this. See, I'd have to hear it and then I'd have to know it. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, and if they have a karaoke version. All right, so so let me let me put this out. <laughs> uh, These are things. Them bones, them bones. Um, oh so, my! Actually, that's in free public domain. It might be. Huh. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> um, I, I have to apologize on this one too. All right, I did mean to at least get into and play a little bit, if not fully complete, one of the normal versions of either Scale Kohler Peak or Fang Layer. However, I couldn't. Um, when I logged in today. It was just complete chaos with my um, my add-ons. And um, I started up a group, and some of the level requirements didn't 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 shake out. So we had to change up a little bit with uh, with the roles in the group. And as a result, I got um, I volunteered to do DPS, but that meant I had to change out uh, my gear and my my skills and my weapon and all that. And it was just an absolute mess without my add-ons that do it for me automatically by pushing a button. So that being said, I basically lost my collective shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, uh, yeah, I, I basically uh, rage quit the uh, the game at that moment. And I apologized to everyone. I said, look, I, I, this is ridiculous. I'm not in a good mood right now. I'm very sorry. I got to go. And, and, you know, so... You know, I, I am sorry for that, but at the same time, um, you know, I, I wasn't able to to uh, get into any of these, so um, there it is. And and we don't play the PTS here because we like to like to experience like the like yeah. most everybody else does. Exactly. So we don't have much when it comes to dungeons. At least I know I don't. Um, I've will. got I've got a basic workup here on what it is. Um, obviously, it's the you know scale Kohler Peak and Fang Lair. Uh, they come in normal and veteran mode. Okay, um, the the uh, what's written on the notes here is is uh, that Scale Kohler Peak is like I said, it's on the border of Stormhaven and Orsinium, and the whole theme around it is that it's a temple dedicated to a dragon priest, which is now overrun with diseased cultists attempting to ah. unleash a plague on Tamriel. Cootie, it's it's Cootie Peak. <laughs> <laughs> now Fang Lair is actually. Uh, <laughs> It's actually a callback from Elder Scrolls Arena. It really sounds like it's from He-Man, though. God, it, it really does. It really does. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you come, Castle Grayskull? What about you, Fanglayer? See? <laughs> yeah. 
Now, that's on uh, the border of Bankerai and Craglorn, if you're looking for it. And it's a vast Dwimmer mine uh, with a necromancer who's uh, holed up in there and attempting to reanimate the bones of a dead dragon to unleash that upon Tamriel. Um, so the name of the Dwemer Mine's been lost to antiquity, antiquity, so they now just call it Fang Lair. All right, if, you're, uh, if you've ever played uh, Elder Scrolls Arena, apparently it appears in there as well, and I can back that up. It definitely does. Um, there's a DLC pack as well. Um, comes with uh, Fang Lair, Corsair Mount, Mini Bone Dragon Pet, some XP scrolls, okay? If you want to get the uh, collector's pack to that. Um, and then there's a bunch dragon of... pet looks really cool running around, I must say. Yeah, I, I think you also get like a special hat too for just walking into one of these things. Uh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there's so there's that. Um, Mike, Liz, you have anything you want to you know bring up on the two dungeons? Not on the dungeons. I haven't been into them yet. Um, you know, I just got it uploaded or downloaded uh, about two hours ago, and you know PTS. I got on and played with the. Uh, the how or the uh, die stuff or the outfitter stuff. I didn't really, you know, try and find people on there to run dungeons with. Yeah. Because uh, you know my feeling on uh, pugging. Stuff. Yeah. You know my feeling on pugging. So. Yeah, pugging something like this is <clears throat> not advisable. Yeah, we're well, just oh, pugging okay. in general. You know, it's like you know I want to experience the stuff and be able to you know to talk to the people and listen to the dialogue and. All of the, you know, the the lore behind it. So, you know, when you get in with a pug and, like, you know, they're just blasting through it. And it's just like, but you know. It's new for them, too, or it should be unless they're Well, many the of them end. don't care. I mean, if yeah. one of the things I well, find, yeah. you know, in general is you get two types of players in ESO. You get the traditional Elder Scrolls fans who, you know, have read every book in all of the games and know all of the lore, or at least enough of the lore to get in trouble. You know, type of thing. Um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, those are the players that you get that uh, mainly probably are the ones who enjoy our classic uh, Elder Scrolls podcast and the ones that I, I really prefer playing with. And then you get the ones who are like, I've got to get through this because I got to get through it today. And they just, you know, burn through the content and then they complain that there's nothing to do and they've never read any of the books in the game. They don't know you know, why the Dark Brotherhood and the Morag Tong are who they are. And, yeah, you know, it's like, okay, um, yeah, uh, thanks for Look, being here. Look, it's called and, ADD, you know, and it's something we have to work with every day. Okay. That's why I don't play with Liz anymore either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, uh, I know Zephan and I are going to be getting into this late tonight when we do our, our uh, uh, last episode of uh, Late Night Elder Scrolls for the week, so... Hopefully you guys will check us out for that. Um, also on on that one note of scale Kohler Peak, I believe no on Fang Lair actually. I oh, think, we got uh, a big troll in our in our chat room. Somebody named Dean Force. Oh God! I was, to, <laughs> I was just about to say, hey, Dean's one of those people that just blasts through everything and the complaints. Yeah. <laughs> D- D- Dave is back by Wants the way. Wants to know when he can make a chimmer. <laughs> D- Dave has returned to uh, to Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, well, not no. Um, he's returned to Quest Gaming Network, and uh, he's he's now streaming for us on on Saturday. Dun, da, so. da, da. Yeah, so it's it's pretty epic, man. We're we're glad to have him back. Oh um, my god, you have no idea. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Oh, oh my god. Um, I lost it. Where was it? Oh, oh well, yeah, there's we something go. on the housing storage, but when we get to it, you know, I'll bring it up. It's well, for some 
Somebody in the chat. Yeah, uh, yeah, ESL Mana. He says uh, that we should rename Fang Lair to Castle Fan Castle <laughs> Fang Dango. <laughs> <laughs> Castle Fang Dango. So I like. Can I buy tickets there? Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> For an ESO Plus the subscription. Last boss is the t- ticket master. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, housing storage. Once again, I know we covered this last time, all right, but basically you're getting two different types of, of housing storage, okay? A 60-slot chest or a 30-slot coffer. Now, you can own four of each. That's eight pieces of, of housing storage altogether for a total of 360 item slots. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad that you're taking your time saying that word each time. Slot. <laughs> Yes. I am such Slot a child. <laughs> <laughs> do we uh, do we have any questions on on this uh, specific? Yeah, why are you saying slots like <laughs> slots? Because that's how that's a space. Because that's how we got sluts of Breville. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was great. Plus, uh, it's oh. it's it's uh, it's good entertainment. You know, people giggle in their cars. <laughs> you said slot, not the other <laughs> word. Yeah. You mean slut? Yeah. 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 <laughs> God, even when you say it with your Yankee accent, it's just weird. <laughs> I don't have an accent. You have an accent. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so you can get these with Talvar Stones, Master Ritz, uh, some in the Crown Store as well. Um, mm, yeah. Although, right now, um, yes. it says, this is Majeure. I'm guessing that's how you pronounce this name. But in the chat, it says, do not use these housing stores... Do not use these housing storage things yet. It's bugged, so you lose all stored items if you delete a character. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's to be fixed in the next incremental. You better oh. believe that the house is burning down now if that's the case. Oh, my God. That's probably why. Oh, my God. <laughs> Had that Could you gift. imagine you put in, like, you know, gold armor and rings oh, that you God. collected on oh, a character that you've changed, like, their role? Because I've actually got like a mule character that is Madriel's gear holder, and it's holding all of his tank gear until the time that he goes back to tanking. Jeez! Oh my god! If I put that in there and lost all that, oh god, that'd be horrible. I'd be on the phone to to Zoss myself screaming and yelling. <laughs> that might be why Gina was posting that uh, that gift yeah. today. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> that is definitely worth getting furious over. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's jump down to the level up advisor. And this is why they gave an extra character slot. slot yeah. I mean, slot. What? Slot. <laughs> an extra character slot. So you went on a date, Mike? What? No. <laughs> what? Bad Liz. Bad Liz. <laughs> Bad Liz. <laughs> he sounded genuinely offended. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mike, would you mind covering uh, level up advisor here for a minute? Up to yeah. the point where we start breaking down the levels. Okay, so this new system is designed to teach new players about the many facets of combat and progression in ESO. It contains useful rewards for new and veteran players alike as you progress from levels 2 through 50. And every five levels, you will receive a milestone award with something special, such as a mount, a crown crate, a costume, or a helpful weapon. Simply open the character UI and claim your rewards. Below, you will find the list of milestone rewards. Now, nobody lose their mind over this. These milestone rewards are not like, you know, amazing, but if you've got a new character or you're new to the game, they definitely can help a lot. Oh yeah. Up until level 40, 
um, it's not, it's no big deal really at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, let's go through it. Not even level 40 even. Um, yeah, let's, let's go through it Let's go through this one. Level five, you get two green quality rings, part of a basic two piece item set that grants a max health bonus. So level five, whoop-de-doo. Level 10, you get the Sorel horse. Now, Anybody who has played the game before the um, the crown crates, this would have been a big deal getting through because horses are very expensive if you buy them from the uh, the stables. Yeah, but this is one that pretty much any right. you know veteran player can buy on a lark. I thought it was like so. fifty gold at at the beginning for the basic one. No, the basic was ten thousand for the first oh. horse if you didn't have the imperial edition. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have the Imperial Edition. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Imperial Edition gave you the one gold piece horse that everybody had. Gotcha. Uh, level 15 gives you a choice of six blue quality weapons. Choice. I like that. Yeah, and that's level nice 20. at level 15 because that's the uh, the same level that you get your second bar, uh, your second weapon, uh, weapon bar. So and... now you're able to populate it with a weapon. And and now jump, uh, throw a bunch of uh, skills on there. Level 20, a costume of choice. Now, this one actually, if you're a veteran player, might actually be nice. Because mm-hmm. if you're missing a costume and you can't, uh, don't want to pay for it uh, through crown or hope to get it through a crown crate, you'll actually be able to get a costume. I wonder what's on the on the docket. On the choices. Because what if they're like costumes that are terrible? I doubt they'd be like exclusive ones would they no i'm thinking it's probably going to be like one of the six the the three pack ones oh oh, it's like you know the heavy armor pack or the the rogue pack or something like you know one of the ones that was some of the original costumes i'd figure but some people didn't get uh, the chance to get some of those before they got taken off so maybe those will be available i don't know we'll see because i have not gotten a character a new character to level 20 yet so and you get a fire atronaut crown crate Welcome to gambling. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kid, you want a crown crate? Hey. First one's yes. free. Level 25, a choice of six purple quality weapons. So an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but only level 25 something. Yep, only level 25, so you get so to break it down. <laughs> level 30, 4,000 gold, and your second free hit at oh. the gambling store. Oh, my. <laughs> I love gambling. Level 35, a choice of 10 purple quality crafting improvement materials. Level 40, 6,000 gold and the prisoner's rag outfit style and an outfit token. Oh, see, I'm only level like 36 on one of my characters. So I'm next. There you go. Yeah, that outfit token too is, is definitely Yeah, worth, that's where it's worth some money. Good. Yeah. Level 45, you get your first undaunted key. Oh. Welcome to the undaunted. Oh, yeah. We are undaunted. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And at level 50, 10,000 gold and your third hit at the Fire Atronach Crown Crate store. My goodness. A third one. I know. They're really pushing you, you know. If you haven't become addicted by the third crate, you know, there's no help for you. All right. Um, so then they also have added a brand new skill advisor. Okay. Uh, now this um, comes directly from the, the patch notes. Uh, this new system makes recommendations on how to spend skill points based on the build that you select. 
you can use this system to mold your character as you're leveling up or to help you re-specialize your build after reaching max level. To support this system, we've made some adjustments to the user interface. Number one, the skill menu has been modified to accommodate the skill advisor system. Abilities and morphs will now be listed as recommended based on the build selected. Number two, morphed abilities will now display their base ability in their tooltip. Oh yeah, that's, a, that's huge. <laughs> That is huge. That's really huge. It really is. And oh, God, three, thank you. Uh, note that the skill advisor can be toggled off at any point. So. I want to know the if, though, um, when you're trying to level skills and you see future skills, um, what those could be morphed into. Uh, I know there was, a, there was a mod that did that at one point, and I can't find it. I think it's out of date, and it doesn't do it anymore. Um but that would be really, really helpful, especially if you've got somebody that's awesome like Zephin that has all these things planned out for me. And I'm like, well, I can't, I don't know what, where, where those skills came from because they're not morphed yet. Yeah. So that would really help a lot. I can't say if that actually is the case or not. I'm not too sure if, um, looks like it wor works in reverse, reverse. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm not too sure. Um, can we, can we just, can someone just log in the game real quick and just see if that happens? Who? Mike. Mike. Uh, log in. Let's see if, <laughs> yeah. if it's real quick, you know. All right. <clears throat> anyway. We'll, we'll get back to that. Uh, we'll get back to that. Um, okay. And, oh, it just, <sighs> all right. The next thing is the outfit system, which I know Mike wanted to talk about. <laughs> well, it's going to take a while for the computer. Well, game let to somebody, up. ask somebody in the chat. Hey, somebody in the chat. Can you look up that? Can you look that up? Yeah. Um, all right. So, so Mike, tell us about your, your experience with the outfitting system. So I have most of the uh, motifs on my main character, which uh, once you log in has allowed me to, you know, access them on other characters. Uh, and I was really surprised on how cheap it was to actually make a really good looking costume or an outfit. Sorry, it's not a costume. Um, for my character, it was 2,500 gold uh, for the costume. The only problem that I ran into, so I didn't realize this, is that it's the lime green base color, that puke green thing that they have for all of their base colors. And then you go in and you decide, oh, I'm going to, you know, the black dye and, you know, some, you know, Daedric red and some, you know, silver highlights. And it's going to cost you another thousand to dye the outfit. It's like, <laughs> uh, but overall it's you know finally you you can get rid of some of these ugly shoulder pieces you can you know put on a, a light cowl without having to you know take penalties to you know your medium armor that is underneath it uh you can actually make something that looks like dark brotherhood assassin armor uh it, it's just it's it's amazing the 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 system is amazing, and you can buy additional uh, outfit slots for each of your characters, so you can switch on the fly, or you can just, you know, go and every time decide you want to change the way your character is, uh, go to one of the, the crafting stations. Every once in a while, what about every fight? <laughs> so, so uh, did you get a chance to dye your weapon pink yet? No, I did not uh, dye uh, my staff pink. 
one of the things I'm going to be doing is um, I'm going to be uh, dyeing my my sword uh, from that that red tint that it gets from using rubidite to uh, something a little bit more white metal looking. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be uh, be doing that for sure. I know that. I wonder if they're going to add eventually like. Um stuff for the weapons since this system is now in place where you can give like spell effects like if you know you have a frost enchant that it would be dripping frost off of it or you could make something like uh, Dawnbreaker Meridia's Dawnbreaker doesn't he all they already have no they don't they've got well, I mean, they, they originally yeah. come out with it on certain weapons uh, like if you get the master sword but eventually it goes away after a, a few seconds um Oh but god, I hope they do. don't. That that'd be horrible for other people's systems. Well there I mean, is just... there already is a glow. Like when you um when you when you put uh like apply poison to your your uh, your weapon, it does have like a, a glow to it that indicates that there's poison on it. But it times out uh, when you when you pull the, the weapon, you'll see the glow and then it times out after about a second or two. So there is, they do have something like that, but uh, not to the degree that Mike is talking about. And uh, if they implement it in the same way that they 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 have with other glows that exist now on on weapons, it may not be that bad. Okay, so you were asking about morphed abilities will now display their base ability name in their tooltips, correct? Yeah. So, like, I'm looking at concealed weapon four, and above it in small print it says veiled strike morph. So yes, so, so now it tells it you what it came from. Yeah, but it tells you what it came from, but what will it, if you're to. leveling up, what could it morph to? Yeah. Oh, so let's say here I unlock Path of Darkness. Um, yeah, it doesn't say until you decide which one to go to, but the tooltip now, um, it, it's kind of a strange looking tooltip. So when you click on the morph ability, um, it's got, so I just unlocked Path of Darkness, uh, and it's Twisting Path 1 or Refreshing Path, and it gives this solid arrow, like a map, showing go to Refreshing Path 1. It's the Advised Morph, uh, because okay. it heals you and your allies. The other one has a dash between the main branch, and it says Ill-Advised Morph. Uh, I assume it's because my character is well. They're both magic. Well, did you? Oh, did you put him as a healer or DPS or tank? Um. So that's a good question. Because that's here. what it. It sounds like that they're basing it off of. Yeah. You, so you, my character is currently set up that. as a damage dealer, uh, in terms of group finder activity. Um. So if I click on that again, come on. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just read this out real quick. The new system makes recommendations on how to spend skill points based on the build you select. Yeah. So I so imagine... It's interesting is, here. So when you're... Um, you could probably find that... I mean, if you don't remember setting it, yep. if you go to the group thing, you know, what are you um, listed as? So I have it here. Skill Advisor, Nightblade, Initiate. The Advisor list... It's telling me that I should have Swallow Soul, Impale, Shadowy Disguise, Veiled Strike, Strife, Assassin's Blade, Teleport Strike, Shadow Cloak, Master Assassin, Refreshing Shadows, Catalyst, Concealed Weapon, Deathstroke, 
soul soul shred executioner. So it's got all of them listed as what I should have. Right. Okay. Uh, and then it gives me the ability to decide, oh, do I want to be a Nightblade Initiate, a Death Weaver, Umbral Assassin, a Living Shadow, a Blood Magnus, or turn off the advisor? Okay. And, and those so are... if I select something different, it changes. Now, Mike, those are the roles that, that you can choose from? Yes. Those are the roles okay. for a Nightblade. Right. Uh, that it's going to make a uh, a list for you. Yeah. See that. Of, see. See how. See how surprised Liz was right there. See. Yeah. I mean, you're you're saying all these things, and there's no there was no context at the moment. That's Honestly, I, was, I thought I there asking. were skills because I've never no. played that kind of character. Yeah, before. So, no. like the Umbral Assassin, the first thing it tells me is I should have twin slashes, surprise attack, and incapacitating strike. Oh crap! That's like Oblivion. Yeah. Uh, if I click wow. on the Living Shadow, it says I should have Swallow Soul, Ulstering Darkness, and Refreshing Path is my first three. And if I click on the Blood Magnus, it says I should have Blessing of Protection, Soul Siphon, and the Refreshing Path. So, yeah, so it, it definitely is interesting because it's going to give you your skills that it would suggest <laughs> that you have based on the type of character. So I'm going to switch characters here. Yeah, I think bring up if, a Templar because you guys know Templars. When you're yeah, when you're creating a a brand new character, I think all of this is is presenting it's it's a little tough for us because we've got these characters built and we have to we have to We're work old our way and set in our ways. We got well we got to work backwards on it to see what it's actually saying. When you're when you create a character, all of this is going to be presented to you as you've created the character. So it's going to say you know what? What? Where do you want to go with this? And it's going to present you your list of options. Is right now what what Mike is doing is he's looking at his his created character and seeing what were the options uh, that would have been recommended to him. So it's it's a little tough, you know, for us at the moment. Well, if you do a respec, you could just start all over. Well, it gives you the yeah. list of you know, no matter uh, you know uh, what you're playing. If you decide you want to go down that path and respect your character. It's going to say, oh, these are the ones you should be doing. Um, Angwar in the chat room, Mike, is asking, does each role give a description of what that role is designed for? I hope it for? would. Well, I'll give, you, just give like me a second for uh, Throngar to load in here. Throngar! <laughs> <laughs> just because he's a Templar and you guys play Templar, so we'll all be on the same page at least. And it's not the loincloth at all. <laughs> I'll just wait until I build his costume. You know, mm. he's got to have a kilt. Yeah, I was, I, yeah. I saw Rich Lambert today. He posted a picture of his character with a kilt on, and I was like, I hope that guy has bloomers on at least. Probably that's not. Me... <laughs> that's not how you wear a kilt. That's not how you wear a kilt. Yeah, but and let's keep in mind it's breezy in the Highlands. <laughs> the, I, okay. Yeah, but that's why you have the pin, the, the very heavy weighted pin there. I, I, I'm trying to protect you guys. Things okay, Liz. I have a kilt. <laughs> don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> now she's really confused. <laughs> I don't know. Did uh, did Throngar in the kilt make his appearance last night? Uh, no, and did his little friend apparently? <laughs> Just wondering. Well, Throngar oh, might be Lord. metal, you know. <laughs> Come on, wow, this is a forever loading screen. Yeah, it's tough to. What? Well, look. Oh. All right, guys. Look, why don't we move on? Okay, uh, because I and think when Drongar decides to make an appearance, we've we've pretty much covered. Uh, I think oh, everything. Wait, here he is. Here he is. Okay, you got him. Okay, is he wearing yeah, his kilt? Okay. So, 
the advisor <laughs> settings. So Templar Initiate. So when you hover over it, extend your knowledge of the brilliant Adric spells through the Templar Order. Primary stat is Magicka. This build is recommended for new players. The second one is Gleaming Champion. If we hover over Gleaming Champion, this role is damage. Dazzle and burn your enemies with Adric Light while turning the battlefield to your advantage. Your primary stat is Magicka. The Luminous Warrior. The Luminous Warrior is a damage. Visit swift justice upon your foes, stunning which strikes up close and deadly arrows from afar. Your oh primary God, stat is stamina. Is tented. What? Nothing. Bastion of Light. <laughs> your primary role is a tank. Walk the path of a vigilant knight and become an immovable, undying foe to the wicked. That's your me. Your primary stat is health. That's me. So let's see. Radial Sweep, Luminous Shard, and Guard are your primaries. The Beacon of Hope. The role of healer. This is Liz. Bring out your best of your ally. Bring out the best in your allies by showering them with holy light, protective auras, and empowering spells. And your primary is steadfast ward, mage light, and prodigy. See, Liz, you're a beacon of hope. I don't know. Is there another healer role? <laughs> well, then you have like the whole list underneath it of all of the other skills, and there's you know it looks like fifty or sixty skills that they say that you should go because. Yeah, because I'm just thinking my main skill is that thing where I do the ballerina thing over my head with one arm and then heal everybody. Breath of life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I because think... that's not the one. That's not healing springs. No, I think you're talking about oh, the one. Yeah, healing springs, I think, is from uh, the restoration staff. Tree. Yeah, because everybody can use it. Yeah. Whatever. The ballerina thing with my arm. <laughs> what it is. It's very graceful. <laughs> oh, I'll give it that. It is graceful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially when my character does it. Um, okay, so so uh, I've learned a few things. Number one, that Liz is a beacon of hope. And two, that uh, Mike has a kilt. And that you're a bastion of light. I know. <laughs> maybe, maybe Liz learned that. <laughs> and Trongar needs his own category. Bastard of light. <laughs> he, does, he does need his own category. Um, all right. So so I think I think that's kind of, you know... I think it's time to move on. Um, I think, uh, you know, at, at this point, we've kind of called everything out that needs to get called out. Um, certainly, if there is anything else, chat room, ask us. We'll be more than happy to revisit, you know, the the, the subject matter uh, this uh, this episode. Um, but I do kind of want to move on. I know we've got some other things that we want to talk about, too. Um, but before we do, uh, I kind of want to have some some final thoughts with uh, with Liz and then with Mike on on Dragon Bones. I'm actually really surprised about the the whole role thing because I thought the roles were healer, tank, and uh, DPS, but they're talking about like Oblivion style, like classes and categories and crap. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's nice because it also breaks it down based on your primary stat, which I think is a big thing because, you know, like if I play a Bosmer whose primary stat is going to be stamina, not Magicka. So you can pick a damage role in your class based on your primary stat, too. I'm actually going to try a different kind of character, but I mean, like a Nightblade or Dragon Knight. But I don't know which one yet, just because I want to try this out. Well, I, I'm actually, yeah, I'm going to be doing the same thing. I want to... Um, I won't go very far with it, but... <laughs> I want to make <laughs> a, uh, a new character with this and see kind of how that, how that shakes out. But Liz, let me know how, how you feel about it, because you're... You're kind of like a hot and cold person when it comes to new things. You either really hate it or you really like it. Um, it and depends I'm, on my mood. <laughs> uh, does it? I always kind of got the feeling it depended on, on your experience with it. Huh. 
Never thought of it that way. Yeah. I just thought of it as mood. I don't know. I mean, you're you're pretty reasonable, actually. <gasps> oh my god! That do you have that recorded? Can I make that my ringtone? Well, I mean, yeah, we do have it recorded, Liz. <laughs> it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could always edit a podcast, but you don't. So uh, this is all live, people. Well, yeah, sort of. It is live. It's live. We're on Twitter. Yes. So yeah, you you always do seem to be pretty reasonable. So um, I am in- interested in hearing what you got to say about it. All right. Um so, Skyblivion, guys, uh, the independent and all-volunteer developers at Skyblivion, which is the ambitious mod that is using Skyrim's engine to recreate Oblivion's Cyrodiil, have released a brand new trailer to their latest accomplishments this month. So we want to show you that um, that uh, Skyblivion Sky trailer. It really, really, really looks absolutely beautiful, um, and we're getting closer and closer to uh, some sort of release here uh, for podcast listeners. Um, you're going to be hearing some uh, some beautiful music, okay? But uh, unfortunately, we can't show you the video. <laughs> uh, but before we do that, all right, we're just going to give you a little quote here from uh, the developers over at Skyblivion for this video, and they say this quote: "This latest teaser trailer shows progress made by the landscaping team, who is hard at work making Cyrodiil feel." more natural and cluttered, adding unique landmarks along the way to reward those hardcore explorers. <laughs> Furthermore, it shows improved flora, such as the trees, bushes, and recently added grasses, new weathers and interior lighting that has been made from scratch, new 4K textures, new 3D assets, and also a sneak peek of the new Skyblivian original soundtrack, which starts at two minutes and 10 seconds into the video. So uh, kick back, enjoy the music, because it's very good. And uh, and those of you who are in our Twitch chat, uh, we hope that you uh, you enjoy.
Wow. Well, how about that, guys, huh? Sky Oblivion. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, God, don't say that on... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Creepy. <laughs> it, it's really good. Uh, I think they've done a great job. Uh, the only thing I wish is, like, they the original next to the new so we could see them side by side. Because some points, I wasn't sure if I was looking at Oblivion or the new... in the new engine. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, Oblivion's engine and Skyrim's engine are, from what I understand, uh, the same one. It's just... I don't know what they did to it that, you know, made it look much better, but I don't know. There's... <laughs> I mean, there's no more Potato Head, so that's a good thing. Yeah. So that could that could account for, like, why... You know why you're seeing that? Yeah. Oh God, if Arwen get your screen off the thing, they'll see what I've written. Crap! <laughs> God. Oh God! Well, you didn't write anything bad, did I? No, I don't have it on the the beginning part of the notes. I mean, obviously we've we've got a you know a funny little image of me wearing rainbow plumage. <laughs> Look, work it. But other than that, I, there's nothing there. You're good. You're good. <laughs> also, you shouldn't say things that your mother wouldn't approve of. <laughs> Where do you think I learned it? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, then you've got no reason to be shameful. <laughs> I don't know. She'll hear me say something. Yeah. And, th and then she looks at me like, oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> right. What? Mom, <laughs> like, Mom, I heard you say that in... 1984. I did like how the troll was yawning in the video. Oh, it was was it bored? Well, he was really, you know, it was really cool. It's like he just woke up, stood up, and like was yawning. Yeah. Uh, so the animations they did for some of the new stuff was really good. Um, the one thing that I noticed that bugged me was when you look at some of the, the stones, uh, they're their own light source, but yet they cast a shadow. And it's like, oh, um... There shouldn't be a shadow under the stone if it's producing its own light. Oh, you painter people. <laughs> You're going to be like me that's that's like critiquing absolutely everything they look at. Yeah, I see that. Look, it looked absolutely gorgeous to me. I thought the lighting looked fantastic. I thought uh, the, the whole Mike, thing I love that you noticed that. Looked, looked absolutely gorgeous. And and I thought the uh, the second piece of the soundtrack there that they, they did, I thought was very, very pretty. And hopefully uh, podcast listeners did too. So, um, somebody like the chat room liked it as well. So, very good. Sky Oblivion guys, looking forward to this. All right, um, another, we've got, uh, two other quick blurbs we want to get into before we, uh, we start jumping into, uh, gameplay stuff. All right, um, number one is this. Uh, Daggerfall for Unity hits major milestone in development. Also, in the realm of ambitious mods, our friends over at Daggerfall for Unity, which is a complete overhaul and redesign of Elder Scrolls II into the Unity engine, have made some major strides in its development. They will be uh, nearing the halfway mark in the coming months. However, it is possible to play the entire main quest in Daggerfall for Unity. The game itself is likely to be out in about two years, though they anticipate their .7 release to be done by the end of this year, with most of the difficult systems already completed. So I spoke to Gavin on Twitter uh, very briefly today, and he was hoping that roughly about two years, but because of that, they're hoping maybe they can get it out a little sooner. 
Uh, the exciting part about Daggerfall for Unity's engine is that the game will finally be able to be played without modern without modern hardware negatively affecting old software, making the rebuild of the game far more enjoyable to play and accessible to a brand new generation of Elder Scrolls fans. So if you're a huge fan of Elder Scrolls 2 Daggerfall, you can track the development and progress at Daggerfall uh, at the, on the website dfworkshop.net and you can navigate over to their roadmap tab. You can also follow our friend and project lead Gavin on Twitter at Gav underscore Clayton that's at Gav G-A-V underscore Clayton C-L-A-Y-T-O-N Um... Liz, apparently Todd Howard's a legend. So, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the hair? <laughs> I saw a That's... meme that apparently, like, <laughs> there's like like that one stock photo of of Todd Howard, uh, where you know he's like kind of smirking at you, and uh, <laughs> there was some sort of like stupid computer analysis that was done, like how much you know happiness is on his face and how much anger and. How much, uh, uh, you know, cockiness is there? And, well, there was a category for fear, and that was the only one. It was like 0.000% fear. Okay. <laughs> so the meme is, you know, Todd Howard, zero fear. Oh. <laughs> well, congratulations to Todd the God Howard for his selection by the Andrew Yoon Legend from the New York City Video Games Critics Circle. Due to his achievements and directions with the Elder Scrolls and the Fallout series, he was chosen and received the award in late January. Yes, folks, it's official. Todd Hauer is now... A legend. That's okay, Todd. You were always special in our books. You don't need a fancy statue in our eyes. Congratulations. Who wrote this? <laughs> Who do you think wrote that? <laughs> that it? <laughs> I did. I wrote all of it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. So... You really love this Todd Howard. Todd Howard? Yeah. I've never met him. I don't know. He could he could be a great guy or could not be a great guy, but you know, I mean he's, you know the the legendary director, the modern legendary director of um of Elder Scrolls games. So how could I how could I not how could I not love yeah, him just true. a little bit? True. Yeah. How could I not? You know, I'm sure uh you know they call him Todd the God for a reason. How much more do you like him than the Eleventh Doctor? Oh, the Eleventh Doctor is like totally my hero. <laughs> okay, and I'm pretty sure Todd Howard would agree. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, he's a big sci-fi fan. He loves um, what was it uh, Captain Picard? I heard like that's how. Who doesn't? That's how. Well, there are some Star Trek fans that don't like Captain Picard. Well, they can suck it. Like they're my, wrong. Like my dad. What? Yeah, he's not a big Captain Picard fan. He prefers Kirk. Oh my god, I thought he was a nice guy. What, my father? Yeah. He is a nice guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> All right, you knuckleheads. <laughs> Let's get into gameplay. Um, Mike came up with a really awesome gameplay challenge. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Mike came up with a really awesome gameplay challenge like right in the beginning of the show. Mike, would you mind letting everyone know what that is? Okay. Except that I keep hitting the uh, the button here to uh, 
mute myself. Yeah. Uh, so the challenge <laughs> is customization. Log into ESO and go to an outfitting station. Create an outfit and then submit your custom look to at Elder Scrolls OTR on Twitter. So all of you fashionistas out there, get busy. <laughs> get busy. You fashionistas. I'm actually shopping right now because uh, I need to get my hands on the Azatune uh, uh, legs because that is the one with a kilt for Throngar. Hmm. Oh, good Lord. Throngar kilt. Exactly. I need a kilt for Throngar, and it's one of the few kilts in the game. Kiltgar. <laughs> Kiltgar! Yeah! <laughs> Actually, that doesn't sound too bad. Like, Throng kilt sucks, but... Shouldn't, shouldn't that be... Well, it, it's like Axel Rose towards after uh, the Spaghetti Junction there. He was uh, wearing a kilt in most of his stage performances. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how I always picture him. Welcome to uh, Cyrodiil! Uh, there ain't no jungle here! <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's more I'm to that. Places names now. God damn it. There's more that could be done for that. <laughs> uh, so, never mind. So what? Uh, what have uh, Dave? Start working on that, Dave. I know he's he's yeah. like a master uh, parody lyricist for Elder Scrolls. He's really good. Like, um, I was at work one day, and within 30 minutes, he had an entire parody written for me. And I was like, oh my god, this yeah. is awesome. He's got a great sense of humor. He's great. Um, so, so Liz, what have you been doing in in Tamriel? I have been in Legends a lot, as like that's new to anybody. But um, I am a legend in Legends. Well, you don't what need no mean? fancy. You don't know what that means. It <laughs> well, means you're higher than rank one in the listings. That's awesome. Although there are maybe like. 1,900 people in those slots. <laughs> and you can, uh, you know, you can fluctuate your place there. But that's still higher than the highest rank. It's like diamond rank. Liz, there's there's 1,999 people in the what? In the rank above uh, number one in the, in the uh, rankings of the game. Oh, okay. It's hard to explain. Like, once you hit, hey, you're in number one level, there's still another level to go. There's a hidden super secret level, huh? Yeah, for only a super secret elite people. Like you. Like me. Yeah. Definitely not me. <laughs> but I'm getting my ass kicked lately because somebody, and I don't know what's going on with this. Found the trick to your net deck. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <clears throat> There's some streamer, some maker of, of builds that everybody is copying and they're doing the same damn thing. It, all, all these, uh, all my other players, and the only other people that I could beat now are people that don't watch all these streams or follow this person. Just, bleh, and uh, I can't wait till that meta is gone. Uh huh. See this? <laughs> it's just, well, last month it was just a lot more fun because I could play, oh, I'll play this kind of character and I'll play this kind of character and oh, I'll beat you, I'll beat you. And then all of a sudden, right at the end of January, it came out. I don't know who it was and I don't know, you know, where to find whatever build this is a, a lot of it is a mage a lot of it's mage and some of it's um the purple and green but whoever that that mofo is just make some other kinds of builds and at least put some variety in there sorry <laughs> tell them all the wrong things so liz can keep winning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is uh this this is the thing about um like 
like d- net deck strategies and and uh, collectible card games like this, because the, the the problem is is that you know the the developers can't develop faster than we can crack their their um, I guess barriers to strategy, and you got some you know some streamers out there who are like brilliant with this stuff, and they're like, oh okay, so the game wants the game is is forcing this um, this challenge on you. Okay, well, I just happen to know that this series of cards here will get around that challenge. Or, hey, uh, this happens to be the current challenge that that most decks are copying. Great. I happen to know of these strategies here that'll get around that. And and developers are like, oh, well, we didn't we didn't consider that. So now we've got to develop around that now, too. And it really creates a a, a, a frustration. Um, it's of not types. too frustrating. I will say this: there's there's another DLC that came out, um, and that's why I was so determined to to win as many matches as I could because I had to earn the gold. I wasn't going to put cash into it. I heard Can't. something about it. it's like heroes, yeah. right? Well, there's there's actually something with heroes now that you can change the backs of your cards, which is really cool. I only found that out last night when I was trying to look up some stuff. I was actually trying to find this person, whoever did the damn build. Um, but I think I know who it is, but you know, and I've used some of their decks before. It's not bad. Um, but, um, of course the ones that I pick out of his are always like a really big chance. Like you have to get these cards or else it's not going to work. And anyway, but, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, you can change the backs of your cards now. But this, I think it's the Dwimmer something. I wish I had a name for you. I don't. Um, but it came out all of a sudden because um, I was playing, 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 and then I logged on one day, and all of a sudden these people are throwing down these cards at me, and I'm like, "How? How are you building a Dwimmer? How do you do that?" And so I, you know, I had to pick it up. Um, but they, you can make all these automatons, um, and you can build cards on the fly with some different parts you can get if you play other cards. It's really cool. What they do in the DLC that's really cool is they make these rules for playing against the UI that are crazy. Like, the the opponent has 50 points of health, and you have to survive one turn. And I'm like, oh, that'll be easy. That'll be fine. No. No. You have to sometimes destroy your own characters. You have to move things around. It's a really big puzzle. And I got really frustrated with those kind of things, and I looked up all the YouTube things. <laughs> to, to finish everything so but it's really really creative and they're they know that people have to do workarounds yeah on a lot of these things um but i remember seeing some of the challenges and being like this is brilliant yeah yeah it's pretty cool. good cool all right i don't know if i liked being thrown a whole new deck like with they didn't go past me uh with, with checking with me if that was okay because i was winning a lot and then all of a sudden i wasn't so yeah <laughs> okay what's this uh call out to steel magnolias you got on the notes here i gotta ask yeah oh okay <laughs> as shelby from steel magnolias once said pink is my signature color and i'm going to miss these die stamps that i've been waiting for all year because of the heart state festival because i'm friggin' broke and Aww. it's really sad, and they're only there for a few days, and it's all these pinks, and yeah. And there's a new outfit that I actually spent the last of my gold that I had. It happened to be the exact amount I had. Um, it's that one that was a couple weeks ago. It was a little dress, and it was kind of skimpy, 
and I look amazing in it. And, <laughs> and then, um, you know, I miss, I almost missed it by one day, but I was allowed, I, I got the 600 gold or whatever it was. And I got that. I didn't have to try it on. I was like, no, I want it. I saw somebody that had it. I'm, I'm getting it. And then the next day they had the um, Nocturnals outfit. It was very sad because I couldn't get it. Oh. oh, but it was not, you know, that sexy little things or, you know, really I'm aware like of that. Nocturnals outfit. Oh, I'm sure you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's not it's it's not really a, uh, as much of an outfit as it does look like silk bed sheets that got cut and, and wrapped around her body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. Um, and I'm very sad. And I was so sad when they were like one day left on this. No. <laughs> but yeah, these uh, these costumes. What is it with the, the short amount of time? That's uh, well, they're, ridiculous. They're trying to incentivize you to buy it and not wait. That's what it's about. I do wish they would have um, more variety with the die stamps because they have certain sets that come out, and I get it, it. But a lot of them are, you know, cobalt blues and grays, and I'm like, that's the same freaking color it came in why are you selling me die stamp um so i would i think they have like two kinds of die stamps they'll have like a brighter one but not really and a gray one i'm like can you can you at least have maybe five sets of, of something because i'll buy them if, if i had money i'd buy them yeah and they generally look better on costumes than just dyeing them yourselves i don't know what it is about the die um they well, just look better they probably pack i mean the die stamps are a packaged set of dies so they probably yes and you can only use them once oh really yes you have to buy if you want something you have to buy multiple and ambie and liz stayed up too late one night and bought a bunch of gold ones for some reason that are all gold it's just i don't know why i did that i'm like can i trade these (laughs) because you wanted to make a 70s looking character i (laughs) think you wanted to make a gold lame thong just like you know (laughs) oh god oh Oh, I can't piece that out of my head! <laughs> oh, no! I like gold! I like gold! Oh, God, no. <laughs> Actually, that is something that, that came to my head when I was looking at it going, what did I buy? <sighs> um, was I love gold? <laughs> As Ambi and Mike can attest to, I understand what Liz is doing. Because <laughs> that's probably what went through her head. I like gold. Oh, Austin Powers. Okay, gold stamps. <laughs> it could have been because I was like, oh, that would be funny if I just... But um, I, don't, I don't really want to waste the stamp in case there's something really cool comes along and I'm like, dude, I'm going to rock this. So I don't want to waste it. Um, but it would be funny, like, to show up to a guild event and just, like, with one of the big dresses and just put the crap on and be like, but I'd look like McDonald's because my hair is red and then the entire <laughs> red... <laughs> would be gold. I should probably just go test it and take a picture. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. yeah. Maybe. I love gold. Maybe you should do that. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm very sad that the, the pink is leaving the, the station or the... Yeah, it's only for a limited time. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, uh, maybe uh, maybe I'll get lucky and you'll be able to get it before it goes out. How, how long is it up until? I don't remember because I wasn't able to do- or log on last night because I thought, oh, 3 a.m. Well, I need to start getting ready for bed, going to sleep. Oh, I'll log on for a second. And they're like, maintenance. <sighs> <sighs> Sundays, and Mon- well, Mondays are the, the rollover days for Sarah Dole. That's what's always bad for me. But anyway. Yeah. Well, um, I have been uh, just crushing it 
in in Elder Scrolls Online, and and by crushing, I've seen I mean, you. yeah, just like jumping in and having a lot of fun. You know, I'm not really accomplishing a whole lot, um, but you've but been doing dungeons. I have not been. that I've been spying on you or anything. You have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liz, if you want to join, you're there. no, I just I, I'm permanently offline. Why so you can't ever tell when I'm there? Yeah, but why? I mean, don't you want to? I'm a ninja. Don't you want to hang out and heal? Because uh, I'm a ninja. I'm on my my warden. I I don't know what to do with my warden. I, I... what's going on with your warden? Huh? Oh, I I just don't. I, I I don't feel like I'm doing as as well as I should. Even though that could be nothing at all. I all right, well, I don't know. What level is your first of all? Okay. This skill advisor thing might be fantastic for you because it could you... be, but I also have Zephin. They should just call it Zephin. <laughs> Zephin. I have advisor. my note, like I have a post-it here that I had to like reprint out with all the skills that I'm supposed to get and um, what uh, I'm supposed to be aiming for. But what? Then, yeah. What level is your warden? Uh, thirty-six or thirty-seven. 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 All right, so you summon thirty-seven. No. What is it? Uh, would it make sense to you to delete it just for the skill advisor, and and tell it what you want to do, and then go from uh, there? Well, I've already got you know the thing from Zephyr, which whom I trust completely. I will just do whatever he asked me to do, yeah. and I've got enough skills, and I don't mind respecking. And plus, this is the hottest character I've ever made. <laughs> I don't know if I can redo it, even though I took screenshots of my uh, the sliders. <laughs> There's some detail that gets lost in translation, I'm sure. What? <laughs> um. All right. So, I mean, yeah. Just. I, but here's I think the that thing. Was an like, insult. that was an insult. It, okay. It was not an insult. Liz, uh-huh. just so you know, you got two more days on the pink dice. Oh yeah, I don't get paid until Friday. So, what seems to be the hangup between achieving, you know, your perfect warden and, I mean, Zephan gave you a, a roadmap. Why don't you just follow that? Yeah, I, I guess I'm used to. Of course, the Templar, but I'm I'm just used to that direct, like, I can run up to something and just stab it with that jab thing a few times. It feels more visceral. It feels like I'm doing something instead of what I do in real life, too, is send my minions to do other things. But, I mean, seeing it in a video game feels weird. <laughs> it's nice to know you've got minions. What? <laughs> All right. Okay. So... <laughs> As much as I'd like to explore that, <laughs> let's yeah. not. Um, so, if you have a melee weapon, though, I mean, you're right up in melee. Um, you told me to use staves. Okay. All right. So, so I guess you're doing like a magic build with. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, I would I would go back to Zephan and say, hey man, listen, you know, I'm going to talk to him later on tonight. Um, you want me to mention it to him just so you, like you know. Liz might prefer like a melee character here. You, you think? No, 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 no. I don't because I, I think it's just really honestly the skill that I love so much from Templar. Yeah, because it sounds like it. And sometimes I got I got tired of it just hearing it over and over again. But it was effective. Just that, da, 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 you know, yeah, that that thing from know, hearing the, that the Templar skill that you're talking about. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Um. So it no, it's fine, and I will like it eventually. But I have level up to level 50 to really explore everything so yeah all right well i won't bring it up to him and i'm sure he'll never hear of this conversation (laughs) (laughs) it's only it's only he's only going to be listening to it (laughs) tomorrow no don't tell him (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of which um he and i have been uh doing doing uh, uh great in in um 
on the on the stream lately, and uh, I've been ha having a lot of fun. Uh, while I was sick, and I was unable to stream, I kind of took the uh, the time to sort of you know explore some of my other characters that um that I have. So I was playing my assassin for a while and, and leveled her up uh, quite a bit. I think I got her from like she's like a like a Bosmer character. I got her up from like level maybe fifteen to thirty something, somewhere around there. And she's like full on Dark Brotherhood, so I was just running around massacring the shit out of everybody. It was great. <laughs> nice, terrible, nice little, nice little departure. Um, but of course, you know, I missed my Templar and I missed tanking, so uh, I quickly went back to that. And I've been, you know, I, you know, I like to. Um, I've kind of hit a plateau, a very major plateau for my character, where if I'm going to tank. Um, like the the next the next echelon for me is definitely tanking trials, but I don't have a trials group, and I play very late at night, and you know there's a lot of other things in my life going on right now, um, so it's it's kind of hard to kind of you know get that going on. So, um, I'm not like uh, really looking for much of a challenge. I've been noticing, so I've been tanking a ton of normal dungeons, and having fun. But at the same time, I, I'm kind of like, Ugh, all right, I, I kind of played this sort of out a little bit, and I do need to start experiencing some kind of a challenge here. So I am going to be looking into um, getting some kind of um, maybe trials group together or I don't know, something. Um, so I am kind of interested in doing that. Uh, one of the things that Proud I can of you. say. you. You're graduating. I'm trying to graduate a little bit. Yeah, trying, to, trying to move on up, you know? Um, to the east side. To the east side. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. There you go. Consistency <laughs> is the key. Yeah. What? 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 The, pre the when you're you're doing trials, consistency is in order to get this because you're relying on twelve people to understand how they play, how they oh. play with each other, and the mechanics of the dungeon. Okay, so you mean consistency with uh, the players, like you want yeah, the you same group. Yeah, like especially if you've got limited times that you can play. Yeah, the especially if you wanted to experience some of like the vet stuff. Um, yeah, you you gotta. Oh yeah, well that's shoot, part of know. the reason why. Yeah, I haven't really gotten into it is because I have not really had a good time that is consistent. Um, but that being said, I mean, the late night crowd has been kind of building up a little bit. Um, when Zephan and I, you know, we fire up the stream at 2 a.m., we go till 4 a.m., uh, we've, we've got, you know, we've got like 15 people in the chat room now. Yeah, I mean, you know, the normal dungeon or the normal trials, you know, you shouldn't have that much of a problem. But if you want to do the really challenging content, then consistency is definitely the key. Yeah. I so, mean, at one point in time, we were able to get pretty much six people together. And as long as we had six people, we could, you know, drag kicking and screaming people who've never been in a trial through a trial. Hmm. Um, but when we started getting to, you know, some of the more, the newer trials and the vet versions, it, consistency of players and what they each were doing and bringing was key to getting through some of the vet ones we did. Okay. I can't believe nobody is selling platoon pants. What the hell? <laughs> so so that's uh I've so literally been shopping this entire 
Oh, Mike. Well, Mike, what have you been doing in uh, in Elder Scrolls? Shopping. Shopping. Okay. And selling. Yeah, you must have been making. Uh, you must be making a killing today with uh, with all the. Um. Oh yeah. This the, last uh, two weeks have been pretty lackluster, but two weeks ago, when I literally had, I think it was forty five motifs up on the stores. Yeah. It it was almost a quarter of a million that you know I pulled in that week. So you're complaining about your character it costing two thousand gold or whatever, and then nine thousand. That's a drop in the. It's the a drop in the bucket, but yeah. you know. Even still, you know, it doesn't mean I want to. Spend oh my it, god! You know. And I'm struggling to get bank space. What the hell? <laughs> well, I'm sure uh, Mike's got some tips there for you to. Uh... Yeah, join a trading guild. Yeah, I mean, the, the only thing is you've got it. One of the, the things is I'm not doing a lot of content because I'm farming for stuff that can I can sell. Yeah. Uh, so when I do log in, it's usually get all of my mail from all of the characters. And then I run through and do one quest for the crows out of ah. uh, the Clockwork City because you get the chance of getting a Ebon Shadow motif from the crows. And uh, once every couple of days, I do one for the other motif page uh, from the Clockwork City. And then uh, I do some thieving in uh, uh, Vardenfeld because I am looking for one last house motif uh, oh, yeah. for there to complete <laughs> Wait, all house three. house motif? Yeah, so Telvani, Lalu, and uh, Redoran house motifs. Um, so house. you have to steal those from people in Vardenfeld. So that's uh, uh, house motif. Like you could dress up your house. No, um, it's that's what they're called. So it's house. Oh, lolly. the house of them. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Anything else? Uh, and then I've got six characters all sitting in different places around Bardenfell trying to get Boyant Armager. So yeah, so that this means is what not you a do ton. Daily when you when you log in. Yeah, it takes me about forty five minutes to an hour to to get through all of that, um, in my hunt for motif pages, either to sell or to put on my characters. Why don't uh, you sell other stuff? What? Well, motif pages sell for anywhere between five thousand and twenty five thousand oh, wow. for your, the ones that are easy to get. Wow. And Boyan Armager is still close to, if not over a hundred k a piece. Holy crap! Just chuck them in the guild bank. Be nice to your friend. <laughs> You're funny. I'm not funny. I'm generous. <laughs> Just vendor them. What's the big deal? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I've got so much, so many things that I can't vendor because I'm like, I don't know. I kind of want to run this by Mike, even though I know if I take the time to do that, he's just going to tell me it's, you know, everybody can get that at any point. It doesn't matter. So I'm like, it's only worth, you know, very little anyway. So it's not even worth the effort. Well, you never know. I'm sure there's never a know. I mean, Liz has sent me that. some stuff that you know I've sent her back a, a sizable paycheck there. Did you? Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> Anything else, Mike? Nah, I was hoping to get in some Skyrim time, but I've not had any luck getting in the time to do it. Well, maybe, maybe next episode. Maybe. I have been looking at the um, the store that they uh, they put in there. The controversial one—I forgot the name of it. Uh, the controversial, controversial one about, um, lack of a better term, paid mods. 
and uh, um, yes. nothing nothing in there has been has been striking me at all the uh the survival mode has really been like the best thing that they've kind of shown off on that oh so. god you, i would drop that so quickly i mean it's great for other people but i, I couldn't deal with that yeah once mm -hmm. you get the beat of it I, you definitely have to like you definitely have to play it and then want to make it work like the only reason why i continued to play it was because i got stubborn with it and i was like no no f you i'm gonna figure this out and then when I'm i did figure it out it's like okay i figured it out it's actually kind of fun <laughs> Uh, God, God, we are related. Yeah, That's it, just weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a, and it's just, it's just, it just happened to be that one thing. Other things, I'm just like, no, nah, I could really could care less. Like selling in Elder Scrolls Online, could care less. Uh, that's nah. One of these days, a fire will light under my ass for that, and I'll, I'll, you know, do well with Far it. One. But greed is good. Greed is not good. What's <laughs> with you? <laughs> I don't know. It's bought me uh, four <laughs> mansions in the game so far. Yeah. Yeah. See? He's a pimp. And I'm the capitalist here? What's <laughs> <laughs> with you people? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> it's a role-playing game. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard, I knocked my earbuds out of my head. Nice! Dar has, like, a whole, you know, empire going on here. <laughs> nice. Get uh, Mars Bar says, Zavarn, you could definitely out-stubborn Dark Souls if you wanted to. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's jump into uh, this week in Tamriel holidays, Mike. Okay. So, Sun's Dawn. Sun's Dawn the second, Mad Pelagius. Mad Pelagius is a silly little tradition in High Rock <laughs> in a mock memorial to Pelagius Septum III one of the maddest emperors in recent history. He died about 350 years ago, so the Septims, since, have taken it with good humor. In Daggerfall, this is also the summoning day for Sheogorath. 350 years from what? Who wrote from this? From the time of Daggerfall, the game itself. Okay. okay. All of these, remember, all the Tamrielic holidays were established in Daggerfall. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's one of the things we wish that they would update is uh, give us some more. Yeah, give us a Liz Day. Oh, God. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fine, a Mistress Lobo Day. Whatever. It could be Mad Pelagius Day. That could be Liz Day. Aw, Miss Pelagius. <laughs> or Throctide, Sun's Dawn the 5th. <laughs> the people of Dwenin have a huge party to celebrate Orkvintide. The day <laughs> when... What are you laughing at? No, you were like, I hope nobody hears me say oh, that. Oh, Throctide. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so celebrate. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> the day when Baron Orthrak took Dwenin from the undead forces who claimed it in the Battle of Right. On Sunstone the 8th, the day of release. Please release oh. me from this. The people of Glenumbra may be the only people to remember or care about the Battle of Adrian Dereni and the Elysian army in the First Era. They celebrate it vigorously on the day of release. How do they celebrate it? I don't know. It must be vigorously. So. By releasing themselves vigorously. I don't know. That sounds Dereni. really kinky. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Feast of the Dead. The Feast of the Dead. <laughs> Sun's Dawn the 13th. Celebrate in Skyrim. Celebrated in Skyrim, city of Windhelm. During the feast, the names of the 500 companions of Ysgrimor is are recited. 
Mm. So get there and start reciting. Maybe you'll make it all the way to Valentine's Day on the 14th. Five. Oh, wait, they don't have that. They have Hearts in, uh, Day. Real. They have Hearts Day. What? Farts Day? Hearts. Hearts Day. Hearts day. <laughs> Because pink is my signature color. <laughs> That's the only reason I remember that. Because pink and hearts and stuff. But um, do they create these names by just like getting some ABCs and one two threes, and then whatever their spoon pulls out, they make it a name? I think so. Some yeah. of them definitely. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of uh, consonants that are all together. There's a lot of a uh, lot of lot of uh, Dwemer names. Feel like that. Yeah, Dwayne. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we've got two emails, guys. Uh, let's let's jump into these. Uh, this one's from Christian. It says, hey, Varwin, I started listening to the ESOTR podcast a few months ago, and I wish I would have known about it from day one because I find it fascinating and awesome to hear you, Liz, Rob, and Mike tell your stories about your adventures in Tamriel along with the fun conversations on this podcast. Also, I thought it was awesome learning that you're a cop. I also work in law enforcement, and one of the things that I can totally relate to is a comment you made on a podcast on how the Elder Scrolls makes you a better person and a better cop. I I don't know if I said it makes me a better person, but (laughs) I've learned a lot of lessons, I'll tell you that. Uh, He goes on to say, I totally agree. Elder Scrolls Online takes me to that place that is hard for me to describe, and it is truly a part of my life. I don't know how, but it does make me a better cop and a family man as well. Anyways, it's great to see a fellow law enforcement officer share the same passion that I have. Keep up the great work, Christian. So, um, so Christian, yeah, I mean, uh, there's something about, you know, simulation um, that, you know, especially, you know, anyone in in the um, uh, emergency service industry. uh, Can can say that, you know, you, you definitely learn from from this and that and. Uh, simulation is definitely a huge part of of really kind of getting your thought process through the motions of of how to problem solve, and I think that is a, a little bit of it when it comes to playing Elder Scrolls. I mean, you're in fir- you can be in first person. Um, you're 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 uh, you're going around to all different kinds of places on your own volition. You're choosing to pick up this quest and not that quest, or vice versa, or no quests at all. Some tough choices. Yeah, and there's a lot of like simulation out of it, and certainly if you play, you know, uh, Skyrim VR, I mean, talk about a simulation. That's it right there. Um, simulation or stimulation? You you, uh, you definitely feel the weight of of your choices in a simulated way, and and I think um, especially like in law enforcement, uh, we're held to such a high moral standard where. You, you look at a tough situation that people are involved in and you say, okay, I inherently know um, a better decision simply because, and I'm not saying this is a conscious choice, but it, it, I think there is some of this in there where you kind of inherently know a, a, a better decision uh, simply because you've run through so many different scenarios and simulations while playing you know open world role-playing games like the elder scrolls where it's like oh well you know running into that situation like here's a here's a here's a here's a bad situation here's um a violent situation you know if i run in half cocked like an idiot that's gonna end bad for me why because i do it every single time in a dungeon you know so let's because not... remember that stream about the vampires yeah <laughs> right so let's not <laughs> 
let's not do that in this guy's kitchen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and and you'd be surprised at like just the common sense that you kind of tend to build up after um, after doing that. That you know some of the some of your guys to the left and to the right of you, or maybe some of the young guys, don't necessarily have. It's like, well, hold on there, Bucky. All right, before we go running into the house, before you go knocking on the door. Maybe stand off to the side of the door and knock on the door. So if it swings open and there's a butcher's knife looking for your chest, eh, you could probably easily dodge that. And how many times have you opened up a door inside Elder Scrolls and there was a bandit on the other side looking to swing a freaking hammer at your skull? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard about some murder cases where the suspect has rigged their car to when they open up the door, then a gun will go off. Anyway. Yeah. That always, that scares me every time I hear it because I'm like I don't want that to happen. Anyway, well, Liz, who would want to hurt you? You're so lovable. I well, I wouldn't do it, but you open up doors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. I, I am a proficient door opener. <laughs> and you know who else? Um, actually studied uh law enforcement. That was Gina Bruno. Yes, she did. Yeah, that was really interesting to find out. Yeah, I I uh, I. I thought that was very interesting where did she post that was that on twitter or it was on twitter because uh it was on um the women in games right. day and and she was talking about how she just you know she went into uh zenimax and applied you know just on a whim and um she was like yeah funny thing that you know my degree was <laughs> law enforcement i'm like you gotta tell me more about that that sounds amazing she wanted to do a canine unit yeah I, I gotta tell you, um, after hearing that about her and, and meeting her a couple of times and then, you know, seeing her on ESO Live and all that, she, she would, she, she would have made a great cop. Yeah. She really, yes. Aww. She absolutely, and, and not to take anything away from anyone else that works at Zenimax, it's just she, she brought up the interest and I can, you know, I can see her. She's, she would have made a really, really great cop. She's got that in her. Um, I could definitely see it. So, yeah, she's got a lot of qualities that that would make a very good police officer. So, well, she uh, makes a good community manager, chief. Well, that's kind of what you have to be when you're a cop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's true, and you also have to have yeah. balls of steel, yeah, to be able and, to stand all the punches verbally or physically you right. know, on in the police. Uh, that being yeah. said, you know, uh, I think any one of the uh, those community managers uh, um, uh, would have would have been able to at least apply. Apply that very, very well because you've got to, as you, as as they as they sometimes say, you got to have a bit of a silver tongue in order to uh, you know navigate oh, very well. <laughs> God. Anyway, we've got uh, we've got one one last email. Um, Liz, you want to give this a go, or or you're not up for it? But doesn't Mike? Mike can no. read it if you want. Uh, kind of calling him a lot. Uh, greetings, ESOTR crew. Greetings. Hey. A while ago, I started up UESTRPG campaign in real life i have been a longtime DD player and dm so i loved that someone made an elder scrolls version of it so i started this campaign and during the character creation four of my players had great ideas or four of my players had great idea let's make some nord barbarian brothers so after the creation of the characters we had an Alt altmer sorcerer an orc spell sword and four nord barbarians well, I can only say this. So much fun! <laughs> I can One hour, a small inn had burned down. After two hours, the Altmer were be was being dragged around town, bound on a chair with no clothes on. And after three hours, the Altmer had a great axe in his head without even having fought a single mob. 
four Nords and one Altmer isn't a great idea. I'm sorry for the long email. It was uh, see you all in Tamriel, and may the boos be with you, Kingsguard. So UESTRPG is unofficial Elder Scrolls tabletop role-playing game. That's that's what that is. I probably should have spelled that out here before. I we... don't know, but it kind of looked like like a Dwimmer name. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> so I was like, do I pronounce it? <laughs> it's not long enough, but yeah. We... <laughs> it look, does look like one. All right. So uh, thanks, Kingsguard. I uh, appreciate the email. Um, but, um, I, I wonder how the um, the Altmer was um, naked on a chair being dragged around town. <laughs> and yeah. to what was the uh, was the rope tied? These are uh, <laughs> just D&D things. <laughs> I don't know. I heard Mike burns down lots of stuff in his D&D Listen, stuff. there has not been a game where I have not set some even if it's accidental or illusionary fighter fire fighter oh <laughs> see that's scary fires fires are scary <laughs> it is i don't know all right guys well uh we've reached the end of our show and uh we want to thank you guys for uh for listening and, and downloading and and uh hopefully it was uh entertaining and informational for yourself uh we do hope that if you've enjoyed this show maybe you'll check out some other ones like classic elder scrolls which we'll be recording next week uh, Quest Gaming Dungeons and Dragons, DM'd by our very own Mark. Okay, looks like they're winding down the Curse of Strahd campaign. Uh, Quest Gaming Magic the Gathering, hosted by myself, Mithril, and Rogue, our two new podcasters at QGN. Woo! Talk about Magic the Gathering. Um, also, you could tune into our uh, awesome streams, such as uh, Late Night Elder Scrolls every Friday into Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, starting at 2 a.m. Eastern Time until 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, also, Sets with Streams, Dark Age of Camelot, Saturdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, and brand new, once again, to our uh, our network, is Dave D. Enforce Adams. He streams at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time as well, and he's been playing um, Final Fantasy XII. Yeah, he's way into that. <sighs> I'm yeah. trying to get him back into ESO. I'm trying. Buy him a pink outfit. I I don't know if that'll really work. Want a hmm. pink outfit for Dave? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? He would love a pink outfit. But That's... I think it, in his own good time. <laughs> he's got... uh, yeah. Right. So, uh, so there's, uh, so hopefully you guys uh, have a chance to check all that out. Okay, we record everything live right here on our Twitch channel, Twitch.tv/QuestGamingNetwork, uh, and of course you can always catch up with our podcasts, which are on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and of course our brand new refurbished website. Guys, please go check that out, QuestGamingNetwork.com. Right there, you've got a link to our Discord channel. You could join our Discord channel and take advantage of the the uh, growing community that is there, plus a lot of our fun uh, features such as our Elder Scrolls news bot, our general gaming news bot, and Elder Scrolls radio as well. Uh, so it's it's always a good time on on our Discord channel. So okay, go check you're going to hear this once. Mm-hmm. Ready? Ready. I approve of the layout of the site. I like it. Thank you. That was it. Thank you. That's all you're going to get. 
I appreciate that, Liz. Thank you. <laughs> you know how hard it is to get my approval on anything. <laughs> hey, I have well, standards. Yes, you do, and and it, it's it's nice to uh, it's nice to meet those standards and hopefully exceed them. Uh huh. Final thoughts, guys. Starting with Liz, because she's a lady. She's a lady. <laughs> um. Die, but yay! Yay! I got to talk to you guys again. I know. And I, I miss Rob and I miss Mark. Yes. And Zephan. Yes. Oh. Well, I'll be streaming with him later on tonight. Pop in. Maybe if I'm not listening to my murder podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know it's so sad. It's it's an epidemic, and and apparently women my age, uh, we all listen to murder podcasts. Like it's really weird. I didn't know. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mike. <laughs> Final thoughts, Mike. So I am really excited for uh, some of the new uh, quality of life changes. Uh, that came to ESO with this update, mm. and uh, I, you know, spent the four thousand crowns to get the collector's edition here because that horse and that dragon pet are amazing. I need to look at the dragon pet. Cool. Um, I didn't even know there was a dragon pet. And yeah, the little skeletal dragon pet. Which he said it earlier in the show. Yeah, it's a skeletal dragon that follows you around. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. All right. What about the horse? What's up with the horse? Uh, with the braids so in the hair? Oh, yeah. No, this is a different horse. Oh. This one is uh, got, uh, looks almost like it's a it's a skeleton horse with dreadlock, but then it's got like uh, dragon bone armor over the top of it, but it's like made out of metal like the dragon bone is. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, guys. I mean, now, where is that? Is that in the crown store? Yeah, so the the horse itself is three thousand. Skeletal dragon is so already. If you buy the collector's edition, which is four thousand crowns, you get the two dungeons, five. I think it's five scrolls of experience. The horse and the dragon skeleton pet. Okay. So I'm not even seeing this on any of the the lists. Yeah. Uh. Yet people haven't updated their websites yet. Yeah. So the collector's bundle. So you get the two dungeons, Hail Collar Peak and Fang Lair, five collector scrolls, the Fang Lair Corsier horse, and the small bone dragon construct. Oh, okay. It's the Corsair horse? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's not the fancy braided horse. That from last week. Right. This one actually looks cool. See, last week. That lasted only a week, sir. And there's that Namira's dress, and I can't, or Nocturnal's dress, I can't. Get. Namira's dress. Yeah, it's Nocturnal. Mm. All right, guys. Well, listen. We want to thank you again for listening, downloading, and uh, joining our our community oh, as well. Oh, kitty cat! Sorry. Take it. <laughs> oh, kitty cat. Hello, Captain Nibbles. 19th. Take care, everyone. Be safe, and as always, may the force be with you. It has a pink collar.